0: Happy Friday, everybody. It is Friday, November 2nd. And yeah, that's right. I just said November. November. It's here. It is here. Winter is here. Christmas season is here. It is all here. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but it is here. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Comfy sheets. Big fat comforter on the bed. Crisp air. Oh, baby, you know what I'm talking about. Winter. It's here. As always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week, and margaritas are in order. Let's do some birthdays real quick. All right, happy birthday to Daniel Boone, Burt Lancaster, Ray Walston, Stephanie Powers, KD Lang, David Schwimmer, and Bobby Doll of Poison In honor of Bobby Doll's birthday Today's song of the day is going to be Unskinny Bop And uh, Poison is actually one of the 80's hair bands I got a chance to see I saw Poison with opening act Brittany Fox At the Rose Holman Theater uh, Stadium, Theater Can't even remember what the hell it was called back then In Terre Haute, Indiana Yes, Poison and Britney Fox. You don't get much more Aquanet than a Poison and Britney Fox concert, my friends. That was, uh, yeah, that was uh, me, a friend of mine named Barry, my cousin Junior, and uh, a couple of girls that we had met up with there that were from the town that uh, we were from we didn't know we're going to the show, we ran into them there, and they wound up uh, sitting with us, going to dinner with us afterwards, so forth, and so on, but yeah, you just don't get much more 80s hair, uh, spandex, aquanet, makeup, you don't get more than a Poison Britney Fox concert, so, happy birthday Bobby Doll! and as I said, today's song of the day is Unskinny Bop, um... As we do every week, let's do some NFL real quickly before we get into what's been going on this week. Okay, last week I was nine and five with my pick so far on the year. I am 64-51 and two. Uh last week we saw the continued demise of Jameis Winston. Fitzgerald had to come in down 18, actually ties the game up. Uh, they still lost the game, but he gets to start this week. He's not a long-term answer. That's why he's been on 78 different teams. But right now, he's better than Jameis Winston for that team. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Jameis Winston, but he is having a rough, rough go. Uh, we saw a ton of misfield goals last week. The kicking was atrocious, except for atrocious, atrocious. I think it's the right way to say it. Man, you know what I'm talking about. With the exception of the greatest, the GOAT, the man, the legend, number four himself, Adam Vinatieri. He becomes the NFL's all-time leading scorer last week, and he's still going. Congratulations to Adam, the greatest of all time, period. Uh, We got one hell of a team this season in the Rams, I can tell you. Still undefeated. So obviously the 1972 Dolphins are watching every week. Uh, I did love the old blue and yellow throwbacks, but um, uh, preview of my picks coming up, I got the Rams losing in in, uh, New Orleans this week, so I don't think they're going to go undefeated for the season, but they got a real, real solid chance of having the best record in the NFL. Um, What the hell is with the Bills Mafia? It's a group of Bills fans that sit in the end zone, and their tradition is to throw dildos onto the field. Why? You went and bought a dildo, snuck it into the stadium, Yeah, you know, took it out of the package at home, said, I'm taking this dildo with me to the game, stuffed it in your coat, got it into the stadium, and at just the right time, flung it onto the field. That's. um, I don't know. Don't understand it, but what I, you, you guys do you. But they did it again this week. The Bills Mafia strikes again by throwing dildos into the end zone. Uh, and we had the trade deadline. Some of the bigger trades were Demarius Thomas got traded from the Broncos to the Texans. Uh, it's going to help the Texans out a lot. The Broncos get some picks, so that's good. Golden Tate goes from the Lions to the Eagles, which I don't understand. Uh, you're making another NFC team even stronger, a team that's already strong, and you're weakening your own team. When you're starting to click, doesn't make any sense from the Lions' standpoint, in my opinion. And, of course, the Rams that we talked about a minute ago that are already dominant, they went out and beefed up their defense with, uh, with Dante Fowler that they got from the Jaguars. I don't understand why the Jaguars are giving up, but apparently they are, and they just made the Rams even stronger. So that's, I'm going to keep it short and sweet because my, you know, my wife listens to this, and she doesn't really like the NFL, so I, I, I thought I'd keep it sweet. This week's winners will be the Steelers, Bills, Panthers, Chiefs, Dolphins, Vikings, Redskins, Broncos, Seahawks, Patriots, Cowboys, and the Saints over the Rams in New Orleans. Uh, Real quickly, like I do every week, a couple of quick reminders. First things first. This podcast is not recorded in a studio. It's not mixed and edited. It is literally recorded on my phone anywhere I happen to be at the time I record it. You're going to get background noises. You're going to get me coughing. You're going to hear me taking a sip of my drink. It is supposed to be that way. I want it to be as real as possible and not some watered down version of it. Okay? Excuse me. Uh, Reminder number two I have music at different sections Of this podcast every week But you cannot hear that if you're not listening On an Anchor platform So go to anchor.fm If you're on on your computer If you're on your smartphone or your tablet You can just download the free Anchor app You can listen to my podcast You can favorite the podcast while you're there You can listen to other podcasts But listen to it on Anchor If you want the music And last weekly reminder as always Go buy my book. My first book, A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco Loving Deadhead, is available now in paperback and ebook forms on my website, com. That's tompowelljr.com. All right. Uh, quickly, congratulations to the Boston Red Sox for winning the World Series. And anybody who knows me knows how much it pains me to wish. Congratulations to any Boston area team, but congratulations to the Red Sox. Also, happy National Deviled Egg Day today. And if you don't like deviled eggs, there's something wrong with you because the right deviled egg is just—that's like an Easter thing around here. You whip out the deviled eggs. Oh, so good. Could destroy some some deviled eggs. So uh, celebrate accordingly by getting yourself some deviled eggs today, okay? So what do we got going on this week? Uh, well, we had, obviously, Halloween. I hope you guys had a good Halloween. We had a decent Halloween. My uh, son was the only one that did trick-or-treating this year, and as usual, he made it about a block, uh, really not into He He prefers to go out and get enough to hold them over, and then come home and hand out candy so he can see what everybody's wearing. It's the weirdest thing. He's going to be seven in a month. And when I was seven, I would, I would walk my parents' legs off going to get you. Wait a minute. You, get to tell, you need to tell me I get to go to all these houses and all these people are going to give me free candy just because I asked for it? Yeah. You better eat a protein bar, Pops, because we are walking tonight. Not my son. Uh, We live in the middle of the block. He went down the other half of our block on our side and went up the other side of the block that way, and then that was it. He was done. Cashed it in. Cashed it in. We had a handful of trick-or-treaters. We had some decent costumes. There were a handful of unicorns this year. We had uh, army guys and jokers and all kinds of stuff. In general, it was a good Halloween. But if you know anything about me, As of 8 o'clock last night, Halloween ended, and Christmas season began. It is full-blown Christmas season right now, folks. I'm not saying put the tree up yet. We're going to wait a few weeks to put the tree up, but it is Christmas season. I am listening to Christmas music. I'm watching Christmas movies. I'm getting ready to put the tree up. I'm starting to inventory Christmas decorations. It is Christmas season. Get ready for it. By the way... If you're following me, my page, the Powell Entertainment Company, on Facebook. The Powell Entertainment Company. I've got my own Tom Powell Jr. version of the 12 Days of Christmas coming up this Christmas. It's going to start on Christmas Day and go for 12 days. I've input my own, you know, swapped out the two turtle doves and the five golden rings with my own items. So the Tom Powell Jr. peace, love, and tacos version of the 12 Days of Christmas is coming to you. Go find my Facebook page. Like the page. Invite your friends to like the page. Spread the love. But yeah, it is full-blown Christmas season here. So, I'll give you guys a couple of days to eat that extra candy. And then get that stuff put away. Uh, but while you're going through the extra candy, be careful. Because M&M's got some new flavors out there. I don't know if you guys saw that. M&M has three new flavors of peanut M&M. One of them's toffee, one of them's coconut, and one of them's jalapeno. Why would you do that? Jalapeno peanut M&Ms. No. No, to quote the preacher, hail to the no to the no no no. Hail to the no. Uh-uh. We're not taking jalapeno M&Ms. So watch the crap you're pulling out of the kids' bags when you're going to tax those candy bags over the course of the next few days and weeks. Jalapeno M&M's, that is some stupid, stupid stuff. But we're used to stupid stuff, right? I talk about stupid stuff every week. We got another stupid thing coming up this weekend. You got to fall back. It's time to fall back. Daylight savings time ends, and we fall back. I am 46 years old. I will be 47 in May. And I still do not understand why the hell we have ever had Daylight Savings Day. It, just leave it alone. And some parts of the country do it, and some parts of the country don't do it. No, just leave it alone. Now, everybody likes to fall back because you get a, quote, extra hour of sleep this weekend. I guess first things first, got to remind you guys, you do have to fall back. Sunday morning at 2 a.m., you got to fall back an hour. Okay. So you get a quote-unquote extra hour sleep. It's still the dumbest thing ever. Just leave it alone. I wish that was something that, as a nation, we, we did seriously look at and change. But it is this weekend, so don't forget about it. Those of you with the... Uh, with the smartphones, you don't have to do anything. Your smartphone's gonna do it all for you. Uh, those of you trying to reset the clocks on your stoves, your microwaves, and your VCRs, find somebody you know with an engineering degree and have them assist you because you're never gonna get it. And for those of you still using a sundial, move it one house to the left. Uh, that happened Sunday, uh, Sunday morning at 2 a.m. Don't forget to do that. I, I, it's still stupid. Still stupid. I don't like doing it. But uh, let me tell you something that's even more stupid, if I could, please. This week, I went to my doctor to finally do something about my plaque psoriasis. Now, I've had plaque psoriasis for a long time, since before Maggie was born. But since I've been with Renee, it it came on since Renee and I have been together. So within the last 20 years. Uh, Each one of my elbows has the, the white scales on it. And my legs below the knee have tons of them on it. Now, my grandfather on my father's side had it on his lower legs, and it was just massive. It was like covered his entire lower leg. I have significant enough spots myself, but it's not that big. I've always lived with it. Always. Um, yeah, it itches a little bit, but no big deal. I just, I keep a back scratcher everywhere. There's one in my car, there's one on my bedside, you know, there's one out in the shop. I, I just always, when I had, I had one at my, office, my desk in of my office, I just always keep back scratches around, not a big deal. And yeah, uh, kids say, you know, uh, hey, what happened to your legs? And you know what, and it's really more embarrassing for the parents than for me. I, it doesn't, I don't care. You know, I always get parents apologizing to me because their kid asks what happened to my legs. I explain what happened to it. You know, I, it's not something that I caught. It's something that was in my blood when I was born. I can't do anything about it. I've just lived with it. Now I would like to get rid of it. Uh, I've got some tattoos that I'm going to be putting on my lower legs, and I have spots for most of the tattoos that I want to get that are psoriasis-free at the moment. But there are some tattoos that I would like to get in the spots that have psoriasis, so I was hoping to begin the process of using this Otesla. I go to my doctor, we talk about this Otesla, I did some research on it, saw a bunch of commercials about it. Uh, looked at the pros and cons of it, went and talked to the doctor about it, he's like, yeah, it works, fine, great, your insurance might not cover it, eh, okay, let's see what it is. Sends it over to the pharmacy, I wait a little while, I call the pharmacy, hey, when's that prescription going to be ready? They're like, well, your insurance denied it, so you're going to have to go to a, a specialty pharmacist. Now, I've got some calls in to deal with what I'm about to tell you, but uh, I tell him, hey, whatever, what's the price without the insurance? Because I'm thinking, all right. Let's say he's going to say fifty bucks for the month. Right, we can swallow that for a little while and 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 see how it goes. No, four grand. three thousand nine hundred and ninety-five dollars for a twenty-eight day of supply. What the hell? That's forty-eight grand for the year, out of pocket. That's not 48 grand for the year they're billing the insurance company. No, the insurance company's getting zero. Zip, zilch nada. It's and I get it. Listen, it's not a need. I don't need to get rid of my psoriasis. I've lived with it for the better part of two decades. I can continue to live with it. That's not an issue. It's a want. So I can understand that at times insurance companies don't cover every want out there. You you want to get your stomach stapled or you want to get your nose done. They don't cover it. I'm not I'm less upset with the insurance company than I am with the manufacturer, really. Four grand for a 28 day supply. What is this stuff made out of? Does it induce orgasms every time you take a pill? Because for $48,000 a month, yeah, it better feel like my sack is getting tickled. That's nuts. But like I said, I've got some calls into some people, the Tesla people and the health insurance people, trying to see if there's a way around that. Keep you posted on that. But uh, four grand a month is beyond stupid. Beyond stupid. Once again, though, we talk about stupid stuff all the time. Fallback, stupid. Jalapeno M&M's, stupid. $4,000 a month for Tesla, stupid. Here's another one for you. Your high school hitting you up with the class ring and cap and gown fees and, and, and signups at the beginning of November. You know, as a parent, as a parent of, uh, I, so I have a senior in high school, I have an 8th grader, and I have a 1st grader. So A word of advice, if I could, please. Hit us up in August for that shit. Hit us up in August when we're coming out of the summer and the kids are going into school and we're putting money out for the kids anyway, so we're used to... It's, you know, here we go. We're, we're It's school time. we got to shell out some bucks for school. <coughs> November? We're heading into the Christmas shopping season. We're heading into the Christmas shopping season... And the school hands your child a catalog full of flashy, beautiful rings. You want to get one of these, don't you? And yeah, we want to get all of our kids the class rings. Obviously. We're going to. But you guys can't time that shit better? I, I don't know about where you guys are. I Right now, I am in full-blown Christmas shopping mode, right? Everything I do from this point forward is done with Christmas shopping in mind until the last Christmas present is purchased. Yeah, we've got to do the Christmas dinner. I don't care about that. That's nothing. Christmas shopping. So everything I do now, from from now until... The, usually about the first week of December, go is, is geared towards what are we spending on Christmas. Okay? And... Obviously, this year I'm a little bit more mindful because we had a, a, you know over $11,000 worth of repairs between the house and the car. So, you know, it, it took its toll this year. We're fine. I'm not bitching by any stretch of the imagination. It's, it, I'm going to be a little bit more mindful going into the Christmas season than normal, but that's it. No, no big deal. No cause for, for, for panic. But I don't like seeing Christmas ring books come at home. As we enter into this period of spending. You guys got to time that better. Hit me up at the beginning of the year. All right, Welcome back to school. Boom, 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 boom. Here's all of it. Here's what your kid's going to need the cap and gown. Your kid's going to want the class ring. Your kid's going to want this trip or this, you know. Boom, 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 boom. Hit me up for all of that. Right at the beginning of the year. I would much rather do that than get hit up with anything. Anything. From Halloween to Thanksgiving. <clears throat> not, not one bit. But, that's what they do. So, you know, we're going to get the ring. We're just trying to figure out which ring. I never had a class ring. My wife has a class ring. Um, you don't get class rings when you walk out of high school at the beginning of your sophomore year of high school and never go back like I did. Class rings weren't really part of the, part of the program for me. But uh, my wife has a class ring. I want to get my kids the class rings. I want my kids to have the rings that they want and have that to remember and take with them always. I just wish they would time it a little bit better. But put the negativity away for a moment because we have a little bit of a positive note when it comes to my kids. Uh, we now have two children in music lessons. Uh, as you know, my son has been taking the drums And uh, my middle daughter is now taking the guitar. And they are both going to a a great place here in the southwest suburbs. If you're in and around the Shanahan, Manooka area, Joliet, Plainfield, Wilmington, Morris, the the whole southwest. You know, you guys, if you heard of one of these towns, you know of it. Southwest suburbs. Uh, Right here in Shanahan, my kids go to uh, Fine Tunes Music Center on Route 6. It's right across the street from the Shanahan Lanes Bowling Alley. Um, and uh, Larry, the drum god, has been teaching my son, and Larry earned that name. Larry, the drum god, earned that name because he managed to take my son, who couldn't read any music, and within, like, two lessons had him reading notes, and now Larry, my boy walks in, and Larry can put a sheet of music in front of him, and he can start playing it, which is, I, I, you know, he's got a long way to go. Long way to go. He has improved by miles. He is getting there. And now Steve, the guitar god, is teaching my daughter Lily how to play the guitar. guitar. So, um, I can't recommend the place highly enough so far. Uh, So if you're in the southwest suburbs, you want to learn how to play music, you want your kids to learn how to play music, go see the folks at Fine Tunes Music Center on Route 6. I'm hoping at some point in time they get to actually play together. Play a song together. You just go down in the basement and, and jam a song out together. Um, speaking of music, though. KISS. All you KISS Army fans out there. Oh. KISS has announced their farewell tour. They're hanging it up. Now, I'm a fan of KISS. I was never a fanatic of KISS. Excuse me for a moment. <coughs> I had a friend in high school who him and his brothers would jump off the roof of their home every day in the name of KISS, and all of the patches on their jean jacket was KISS, and it was just KISS, KISS, KISS. So I'm not quite that level of fanatic, but I was a fan of KISS. Had many albums, had many tapes, now have many downloads. Yes, the progression of music technology. You have to buy the same shit over and over and over again, but regardless... Kiss has announced a farewell tour, so if you are a rabid kiss fan and you haven't heard that news yet, get yourself some kiss tickets because it's the last chance you're going to get to see them okay the farewell tour the dates have been announced. go online, look it up you're going to be able to find out the dates that you where the, where kiss is going to be near you, and maybe if you're lucky, you can score some tickets if you can't. There's always going to be scalpers, but for a farewell tour for Kiss, yeah, it's going to be beefy. They're going to to be wanting some money on that. But if you're a diehard fan, it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Maybe you might want to seize that. I'll tell you a lifetime opportunity you do not want to seize to try and unelegantly transition from that story to this. The Titanic 2 has announced it is setting sail in uh, 2022. Uh, It's going to follow the exact original route of the original Titanic, which goes from Southampton, England, to New York City. Um, It's going to be a replica ship of the Titanic with some updated safety features. Uh, And it's going to set sail in 2022. And from my perspective, that's going to be a hard no. The epic level of irony if something bad were to happen to that ship, I don't think I could live with. So, yeah, that's an opportunity I would never want to seize. And to all of you who are brave enough to go ahead and take a ride on the Titanic Part 2 on the exact same course, good luck to you. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Hope it pays off for you. okay? Hope it pays off for you. See you on the other side. Hope we're not reading about you in the newspaper. But that's going to be a hard pass from your boy here. No, no Titanic 2. You're going to have to make a few runs and show that you guys got this thing down pat before I would even consider it. You know what I'm saying? Just, you do you. Um, <clears throat> we, uh... We're in the midst of the, the, the newest season of the greatest TV show on TV. That would be The Walking Dead. And uh, I, I think that we may have seen one of the first signs of the zombie apocalypse in real life occur right here in the United States of America. Yay! We're number one. <clears throat> um, police in South Carolina arrested a naked woman. who attempted to bite the balls off of a man. And when police arrived, she charged at them naked on all fours. You know, like somebody getting ready to transition into a werewolf kind of deal. Yeah, I... I'll repeat that, because I know it's like... Did he just say that? Yes. Police in South Carolina arrested a naked woman after she tried to bite the balls off some guy, and she rushed at them, still naked, on all fours. That has got to be an early red flag of the zombie apocalypse. It has to be. I mean, you don't get many clues that the zombie apocalypse is coming, or end times, if you will. That, That seems like it's one that we might want to investigate a little bit deeper. What's going on with her? Who is she in contact with? Is it time to quarantine a city? Is it time for Operation Clean Sweep? You know, we, we, we should be looking at all options here. If you don't believe me that that's a sign of the zombie apocalypse, I'll give you sign number two. We have ginger emojis. Ginger emojis are finally here. So we have ginger emojis and naked woman bites ball sack off man, then charges cops on all fours. I'm telling you. That's signs one and two that the end of the world is coming. Uh, You know, pasteurize your milk, boil your water. Do what you got to do. Be careful, though. Seriously. All right. Obviously, I'm joking on all this stuff. The, the, The police story was real. I don't think it's really the zombie apocalypse. But let's put that aside for a minute because I do have a serious note that I do want to talk to you guys about. And that would probably be the one thing that you read in the post when you read about the topics that I was discussing this week that you looked at it and went, he's doing what now? Yes, and that would be, uh, that would be my PSA for the week for you guys. And it's, uh, it's going to be some wedding advice and some honeymoon advice for all you youngsters out there. Now, <clears throat> full disclosure, I never had a big wedding. My wife was married once before me. We had no money when my wife and I got married. We did a simple wedding. We were in, we were out. We didn't go out of the country for a honeymoon. We, We basically did what fit into our budget at the time. I was lucky enough in that my wife had those experiences with the big wedding and the wedding gown and all of that, the photographer and everything, with her first wedding. So it's not like she never got to experience that. But my... So anyway, so I had a so you guys are like okay wait a minute. You had a courthouse wedding and you went to Indiana for your honeymoon, and you're going to come out here and give wedding and honeymoon advice. You damn skippy, you damn skippy. I am here to give you some wedding and honeymoon advice. Now, for all obviously this doesn't apply to all the married folks out there. It applies to those of you planning a wedding now, recently engaged and just beginning to plan a wedding. Or still single, but eventually want to be married. This is a serious bit of advice from me. I've seen several posts here recently. A handful of people I know that attended weddings or that got married. You know that Facebook people. That nobody in my immediate orbit. People that I know, uh, and some people here in town that attended some weddings. Anyway, it got me thinking about these weddings. I'm looking at these weddings, and I'm seeing these weddings, and. I, <clears throat> So how does this typically go? You guys spend 10, 15, 20,000? Maybe even 25,000 on a wedding, right? And you get photographer. you get the big wedding cake. You get the hall, the limousines, the DJ, the florist, the centerpieces, the whole shooting match, right? And then you guys get married, you have the big reception, you go on your honeymoon. You drop three, five grand on a honeymoon. Right? I mean, I got these numbers correct so far? Yeah, it's just the two of you, there's no kids, three to five grand on a honeymoon. And then you go off and you have a good time. You relax for a week. You start your life together on a little vacation. Okay. Now, here's where the advice comes in. What I would like for you to seriously think about doing is flipping the script on that. Now, what do I mean? Here's what I mean take the money you were going to spend on your wedding and spend it on your honeymoon. And take the money you were going to spend on your honeymoon and spend it on your wedding. So you were going to drop 20 grand on a wedding and five grand on a honeymoon. You guys were going to go to Aruba or Hawaii or somewhere, just the two of you for a week. Right? Flip that around. Personally, I would much rather have a smaller but still good party with my friends to celebrate the wedding and then go have a monster honeymoon. For, I want you to think about this real quick. The wedding isn't for you. And the, the brides out there are like, excuse me, that's my day. No, it's not for you. And you want to know why it's not for you? Because you don't remember any of it. Because you're too busy and too stressed. Grooms too. And rightfully so. And why are you busy and stressed? Well, because you just spent $20,000 on a party. If you stop and think about it, you spent $20,000 on a party. Now, some people want that, and that's no problem i have I, i'm not saying it's the wrong thing to do, but i'm saying just think about this if you're in that wedding planning stage or if you're soon to ask somebody to get married and you, you, there might be a wedding in your near future wouldn't you what kind of a party could you throw for five thousand dollars with you and your your relatives and 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 a handful of your closest friends? Forget all the pomp and circumstance what kind of you know Party and open bar, just you know, you have a dinner room somewhere, and, and you know, with, with a handful of your closest friends and relatives for five grand. Now, what kind of honeymoon could you have for the 20 grand? Or the 15 grand? Hell, the 10 grand? What kind of honeymoon can two people, San's kids, have for 10 grand? Go do that. Some of you people out there spending $20,000 on a wedding. I get it. it. It's a big day. You want to remember it forever. You want it to be perfect. And that's why you're stressed. Because you want it to be perfect. Because you did just spend twenty grand on a, on a party. And you, I have every right to say, no, I want it perfect. I get it. 100%. Absolutely, positively get it. If I spent $20,000 on a party, I'd want every damn thing to be perfect too. The problem is, it never is. It never is. Something always happens, right? So-and-so got stupid drunk and made an ass out of themselves. The chicken was too dry. The DJ played the wrong song. Some anything. Anything. The dress rep. Just think about it, if you, if you could, please. Just consider it. If you're in the, the stages of planning a wedding. Think about what you could the kind of a, an intimate party you can throw for the for the five thousand versus what kind of honeymoon you could have for the twenty. And I, I'm using twenty because, you know, I, I know that Not everybody out there's got twenty grand to spend on a wedding, but I also know weddings are damn expensive. So yeah, I'm, I'm using that number. I was looking up some numbers online. It seems to be kind of right in the average of, of decent weddings. Some people obviously A little bit more well off, throw bigger parties. Some people a little bit more struggling, they throw smaller, but 20 grand, you know, right down the middle, kind of, sort of. 20,000 on the honeymoon. Okay. How would you like to eliminate the stress of the wedding and start your life out with your spouse on a week long trip to the Maldives? Nice over-the-water hut. If that's the thing you're into. How about if the thing you're into is uh, a little bit more history and a little bit more moving around. How about a honeymoon that's a tour of Europe for 20 grand? A a big tour of Europe. Think about it. Think about what you could do if you just flipped the script. I, and I know some people are still going to hear this and go, no, the, the wedding day is for me. I, I happen to disagree, but if that's how you feel, fine. I'm not trying to argue with anybody. just giving you my opinion on this. I think the weddings are for your guests. They're the ones who remember it. You're the one who remembers everything that went wrong and the amount of stress that you had. I say eliminate the stress. Throw still a, a damn good... Like, if you rented a room at Maggiano's that held 40, 50 people, and I know people are like, well, but then I can't have my 400-person wedding. And yeah, that's part of what you sacrifice here. You rent a, one, the big room at Maggiano's. You have your family, a handful of friends. You throw a nice big dinner, banquet after the church ceremony, right? You don't need to have the limos. You don't need to have the hall. You, don't, you, you, you can dial it way back. Way back. Get rid of the florist. If you want some pictures to commemorate it, bring a photographer in for a short period of time to take pictures while you guys are are partying and, and dining in this hall. And then take that bulk of that money and go travel. Let me tell you something. Speaking to you as somebody who is coming up on their 20th wedding anniversary, as of May 7th, of next year, my wife and I will be married 20 years together for 22, okay? I am here to attest to you, we're getting ready to go on our first international vacation together Renana. We're we're doing that in February. We're going to Jamaica. I've talked about it before. We're going to Sandals and Ochi. Hello Sandals Ochi folks. We're coming your way in February. Get the drinks ready. Anyway, that's two Decades of marriage and working and raising kids and doing the things you're supposed to do in life not complaining in the least bit, but that's two decades before getting out of the country. Go start go go do that right off the bat. Go go do that in your honeymoon. Bang it out. Do a big one. Right out of the gates. You're going to remember more of your honeymoon than your wedding anyway. So, yeah. The, uh, The old gray hippie who got married in a courthouse just gave you wedding and honeymoon advice. You're damn skipping. Listen to your elders, young Padawans. Listen to my sage advice. Flip that script. Do yourself a favor. You have years in which you will do for others. Like we have. You do for your kids. There are years that we've done without a lot of things. Because it was the right thing to do to make sure that our kids had everything that they needed. And you'll do the same. You'll find yourself going... Did she just pick the $680 class ring? Yeah. Yeah. She just picked the six hundred eighty dollars classroom. and I. I'm mean, that's just a number. That's not the one that my daughter picked. I was just flipping through the catalog before I came on, and there was one that was six, one that was seven, one that was eight. You know, twelve hundred bucks. You know, I'm just I'm using a number. I'm not saying that's what my daughter did, but you're going to find that happen. You're you're going to find your spouse turns to you and goes, I, I need two new bat bags. They're about ninety bucks a piece. Like, like, huh? So and so. It's time to sign up for softball. It's uh, it's $1,100. Huh? You know? you you got years to spend your money on the responsible thing, on the right thing, on other people. Years. Do for you coming out of the gate. Go treat yourself. You and your spouse get away from it all. Treat yourself. Have fun. Have a memorable honeymoon. Right out of the gate. And then start doing the things you're supposed to do responsibly. Just my opinion, anyway. I don't know. If you found this post on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, give me your your thoughts on it. Tell me what you think. But uh, that's my two cents. I would flip the script. Now, we didn't have a a script to flip, but, you know. So it's kind of easy for me to say, I guess. I didn't spend $20,000 on a wedding. But I got to tell you, had I been in that situation and was looking down the barrel of a $20,000 wedding... I may have thought twice about that. I may have said, "Hey, wait a minute, we could really, we could go some places with this twenty grand. This is like real money. It's not like Monopoly money. <clears throat> this is like we can get on a plane and go somewhere right now. Why are why are why are we not on a plane now? You know, you know, when you're first getting married, no kids. That's what I'm the point. Now you can't just go get on a plane. <clears throat> go treat yourself, man." Go treat yourself. Don't. $20,000 on a party, you know? Go treat yourself. You deserve it. Especially if you're dropping that kind of money. You got 20 grand together to do that? That is, congratulations, that's damn good. It really is. I tip my cat to you. Not a lot of people in the country this, today <coughs> could come up with $20,000 to have a wedding. Even with some help from friends and family. So, anyway, just a little bit of wedding and honeymoon advice for you on this beautiful November Friday. Yeah, I know. I started the podcast with it. I'm going to end the podcast with it. It's November. It is the Christmas season. Uh, Guys, you have no idea how happy I am right now. No idea. It It is the best time of year. The absolute best. So, happy belated Hall- Halloween to all of you. I hope you guys all had a great Halloween. Go tax your kids candy. It is your right. You gave them life. They give you Reese's. That's how that shit works. That's all I got for this week. As always, stay grateful and enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.